Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing today, Bryce? I'm good. No, you got vaccinated. There you go. That Which, first uh, day sucked, though. That, that day after was bad. So you got the, the Johnson & Johnson one. I believe that's the one day, the one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good for you. Um, I, I got God's vaccination. <laughs> you got the... Uh... The true government vaccination. You are a certified GPS. I uh, well, I uh, you know I just don't want the government putting no microchips in my system. So you know I I contracted COVID to uh, build up the to antibodies the itself. You know that's that's how it works. Yeah, I got COVID to own the libs. That's that's literally it. That's the the only way I can put it. I'm not gonna let Joe Biden and Bill Gates put a. Uh, Tracking chip in my body, because I'm a, I'm a free American. God damn it! How often do you use Twitter lately? Um, not that much. I've been mostly scrolling. I haven't been tweeting as much. Well, if the answer was uh, more than none, uh, they don't need a tracking chip, brother. Fair enough. Don't even get me started on Facebook. Dude, I haven't touched my Facebook in like three years. I deleted mine a long time ago. It's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth keeping. Well, March Madness is officially over. It's no longer it's, March. Uh, it is no longer fucking March. But uh, April. it is, in fact, April now. Believe it or not, it is, in fact, April. Your sources tell me. My sources are confirming that it is, in fact, April. But we still got the Final Four and National Championship to talk about. Granted, you all know how the tournament went. I mean, this was almost a week ago. But I think it's still worth talking about because Gonzaga-UCLA might have been the most fun game of basketball I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, it was great. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, props to UCLA for putting up such a fight against Gonzaga. But, um, Jesus, you know, Gonzaga just would not go down. Until they went down, but we'll get there. <laughs> Until they simply did. They simply refused to lose until they lost. Um, but yeah, that UCLA Gonzaga game was great. Um, Baylor Houston was sure it sure happened. 
Yeah, there there was a basketball game after that. But No, it was before. Oh, it was before that, yeah. But um yeah, no, Baylor Houston was technically a basketball game. It did occur. Yeah. Yes. Um things happened. Baylor, you know, <laughs> won. The the ball went in the hoop. The ball did go in the times. hoop quite a few times. Not not that many times, but you know, there were a few times. Um more times for Baylor than Houston. Yes. Hence why Baylor won. Baylor did um, score more points. <laughs> and uh, if you want to win in the sport of basketball, you have to score more than your opponent. I feel like... Um, People don't talk about that enough. I feel like the... What's his name? He's literally an NBA player. I can't remember his name. But he was talking about, you know, how someone out-rebounded their team in the tournament. <laughs> like, so when you go up and... You know, grab a board that comes off the rim. Uh, that's that's a rebound, and they got more of those. Yeah, like no, that. that's that makes sense. <laughs> that logic uh, certainly checks out. I think that dude. Oh, did he play for Baylor? He might have. That might have been a Baylor team. Fuck, I don't remember. I can't believe I don't remember his name. You know, we're gonna remember it like. 20 minutes after this recording ends and probably that's normally how it goes so yeah national championship it is it's bugging me actually hold on I can't I fucking you know you keep going I'm gonna look for it so, uh, yeah, we had a Baylor-Gonzaga national championship, kind of what we all wanted. That was kind of what everyone wanted That is to what see. we predicted. And, uh, you know, we did expect this game to be a bit more exciting. But uh, now Baylor just kind of smacked around Gonzaga for the most part. Yeah, Baylor really dominated. Also, I was right. It was a Baylor team, and the player was Terry on print. Oh, okay. But it was a Baylor team. I was right. Baylor got out rebounded by Yale. I don't remember what tournament that was. I must have been like 2016 or 15. It's been a while ago. Baylor's uh, went from that to champions, so good for them. Uh, yeah, good for them. I mean, they straight up dominated Gonzaga. I mean, they went on like a... 11 to 2 run to start the game and it I know Baylor winning by 16 against Gonzaga feels like a lot but it really didn't even feel that close. It felt worse than It really Baylor, did. Baylor had a grip on that one. Baylor just had no intention of giving up. They kind of like, just started out, they punched him in the mouth and then uh just kept on rolling from there. I swear to God, every team, because for like the whole tournament, all I've heard is, um, you know, this Gonzaga team is, you know, the best college basketball team ever. Um, you know, they're phenomenal. They're great. And they were great. They were great. Um, they only lost one game, and it was a championship, which, I mean, unfortunate time to lose your only game. Um, I'm not saying Gonzaga wasn't a great team, but I heard, like, all these ridiculous takes. Like, they could be six teams in the seven game series in the NBA right now. That is like, so disrespectful. Like they could, you know, do this, this, and this. Like you gotta just shut up, man. Like, no, they can't. 
that Gonzaga team has maybe four people, five people at the most that'll play, even play in the NBA, let alone have like long careers, which I mean might be two or three of them, which is impressive. That is insane at the college level, granted, but that's not <laughs> an NBA team has uh, 15 NBA players. Um, and that's for, and they're in the NBA for a reason. So I, I, I will never not get annoyed when I see someone say that about a college team because they say it about like Alabama a lot. They're like, oh, Alabama could be the worst team in the NFL right now. Like, I think they, that's, they, I think that's a more down. egregious thing to say, to be honest, when it comes to the NFL, because that sport, it's like, there's way more physicality to it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like there might be twenty players on an Alabama team that get drafted and ten that play more than five years, and that's a great like that'd be an insane class, right? And an NFL team has twenty two starters that have been there for years. <laughs> like it's not it's, comparable. It's just it's it's not. just not. It's a stupid argument to make. I don't even think you can make the argument that like. I don't even think you make the argument for baseball. Like, could Vanderbilt, which I believe is the best team in college baseball right now, could they beat who? Who was the worst team in the league last year? The uh, Tigers. Tigers. No, they could. I they think can beat the Tigers. I think that's the closest in argument, at least, because you see a lot of guys go from high school to, yeah, to it, the MLB. It, it probably is. It probably is the closest argument, but I still do not think. They and could. Maybe if you do a seven game series, maybe Vanderbilt takes one from Detroit. One but or two. That's generous. And we're talking about the Tigers here who were like historically Awful. bad they're, they're, last season. Like, in the pandemic season as well. Like it's it's yeah, a stupid it's argument. Comparable. It it's not. I'm pretty sure in 2019 the Tigers lost like 131 games. Uh, they lost a lot of games that year. It was bad. Uh, 2019, the worst team. They in lost 114 games in 2019. Yeah. 114 games they lost, and I would still take them over Vanderbilt, like without any question. Like it's not comparable. People need to stop doing that. I, I told I was talking to Razo about this. I'm pretty sure every single team I have seen, um, people say that they could beat the worst team at the professional level. They eat shit. Um, like they said about they said they asked if Kentucky the you know remember when Cal was at Kentucky they asked I if that, that yes. team could beat the ninety like three bowls. Like are you fucking kidding? They didn't even win the Natty. Dude, that team's not beating the twenty. 20- 20 uh, bulls. That team, could, <laughs> that team couldn't beat the fucking Magic right now. No, I mean, it's just no. Like, it's just agree. That is the most egregious one. Um, but we saw, like, the only time I, I don't think a team ate shit was this year's Alabama. Um, which, granted, this Alabama team was ridiculous. Um, they were fucking phenomenal. I mean, they had two of the best. They have two of the best wide receiver prospects in this draft. They have one of the best running back prospects in the draft. They got Mac um, Jones. They like, got Mac Jones, who yeah, he he exists. Uh, white supremacy has him going in the top five. <laughs> uh, 
look, I'm just saying, if if the 49ers take him, I, I, if they take him at we'll three. We'll get draft talk. We'll get the draft talk and, in a bit. Um, We'll definitely have more extensive draft talk. I don't remember. The draft's at the end of this month, right? Yeah. It starts the 29th. Yeah, so, so we get some probably, time before we start talking about that. Probably two weeks before our mock draft. Well, we, we will do the mock draft the episode before, which would be um, the 25th. So we are... Or no, it would be the... It would be well, the 24th. Um, and then we talk about the draft after in May. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we're still a good... Two weeks, yeah, like you were, like you said, we're two weeks out. But we will talk about the draft a little bit because we have to now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to, fin- to finish what I was saying, please, for the love of God, stop comparing good college teams to professional teams because it's not, it doesn't work out. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's contrived. <laughs> I didn't laugh. And yeah, not funny. I didn't laugh, you know? <laughs> Bryce, Bryce is kind of laughing right now, but I did laugh a little bit, but not at you comparing. I think he's laughing Gonzaga at the fact that, to, like the fucking, I don't know who shit. The, I don't really know uh, the uh, the, I mean, I think, uh, uh, the magic. The magic are definitely one of the worst teams right now. Um, like I, you know, at the least, you can wait until somebody wins a fucking championship. Yeah, because no one's dumb. arguing that this Baylor team would beat an NBA team. No, no one said that. You don't see, no any, one you don't see anyone saying that about Baylor right now, which I think is no even one was, more yeah. crazy. No one was even thinking about saying. A team that, for all intents and purposes, completely crapped on Gonzaga in the game that matters the most. But people are still talking about, can Gonzaga beat an NBA-quality team? No, they no. can't. Do they have NBA quality players? Absolutely. Yes. Do they have honestly three players that will probably play in the NBA for a while? Yes. Does that equal being able to be an NBA team? Absolutely fucking not. I'm telling you this. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna say this and to put it in perspective. Most G League teams would probably fuck up the national champions. Um, because most of those kids. I mean, probably over half of that roster is not even good enough playing the G League. Um, so, I please stop comparing them to like the Magic or like anyone else who's bad. Oh well, Twitter's not going to listen yes. to us. They're they're going to no. keep making these egregious offenses, and we're going to see next year. Oh, did Alabama with? To his little brother. Oh wait, no, he's at Maryland now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Mean, I'm not even gonna start it, Maryland. You know, you know when it was heavy, it was when the Browns went zero and sixteen, and then everyone was like, "Oh, could Bama beat the Browns?" Absolutely no. not. No, they could. I know they didn't win a single game all year, but no, they could not beat that team. I don't. I don't really give a shit if they just just because the Browns that season couldn't beat a quality level NFL team doesn't mean Alabama could. No, definitely not. Man, Nick Saban couldn't dude. even win enough games to keep his job at the NFL. You think he can? <laughs> dude, people people forget that 2017 Browns team 
was like a few missed field goals away from going like six and ten. That team was a lot better than zero and sixteen. Yeah, that's definitely the better of the. That's definitely the better of the two zero and sixteen teams. Oh yeah, no that that Detroit Lions Lions team. Yeah, that Lions team was pathetic. The Ford family will pay for generations for wasting the career of Calvin Johnson. <laughs> the Ford family will pay. I mean, Calvin Johnson got in the Hall of Fame, so I mean, he they can't waste, be that pissed. It, it's amazing that he's a Hall of Fame talent, and they still wasted his career. They did it to Barry, too. I mean, they did. They did. <laughs> well, Barry at least got to, like, the NFC Championship. Megatron Calvin, won one playoff game, I believe. No, Actually, I don't, I don't he believe won he any. did. He went to one playoff game. <laughs> And they got screwed by officials. That was the year that was the Des Cotton year. That's right. You see, Cowboy fans will always bitch about Des Cotton, but they never bring up the fact that they shouldn't have been there in the first place. That should have been the Lions. Bryce, are you starting a dialogue? The Lions should have won that game. Oh, that dialogue's been started, actually. I'm not I, the I originator so. of that dialogue. No, no, other people have started that dialogue, and they're right. Lions got screwed, man. I mean, it's kind of crazy how the Lions, you know, they were bold enough to waste Calvin Johnson's entire career. Uh, they wasted Barry Sanders' entire career, but uh, you know, they found a, you know, they found a way to get Matt Stafford out of there. And there's only, uh, you know, I'm just saying, uh, there's one difference between those. Well, there's more than one difference, but I'm saying two of those people are uh, not white, and one of them is. Ooh. Will the Ford family be paying for their racism? Probably. No. <laughs> that's a spicy. Uh, that's a spicy meatball of a take right there. Are you wrong? Not necessarily. I mean, technically, no. I, I hear you. I hear you starting and wasted, a... They wasted the two Hall of Fame talents and uh, traded the uh, white QB that everyone swears is a Hall of Fame talent. You know, that's you're. I think you're starting an interesting little dialogue here, Bryce. I'm just saying, I mean, the facts are there. Yeah, I mean, objectively, yeah, those are facts. I can't dispute any of those. I guess they didn't waste Barry. No, I they, mean, they kind of did. I mean, they kind of did. I mean, they were semi-successful with Barry. They weren't successful at all with Calvin Johnson. They didn't win a playoff game. Same with Stafford, but they traded Stafford. Stafford is definitely going to get his first playoff one this year, most likely. I hope so. Speaking of quarterback situations, you know, an interesting one going on in New York. Yes, and uh, this definitely shakes things up for the draft a little bit. So, Sam Darnold did in fact get traded. And he is now a Carolina Panther, which, I mean, yeah, that is one of the more logical spots for him to wind up. But it it definitely feels well, I mean, it makes sense because Carolina was in talks with uh, the Texans for Deshaun Watson as well. But uh, obviously, obviously as of late, Deshaun uh, Watson... His yeah. trade value has kind of gone down the toilet. His uh, ever play again value is also going down the toilet. Yeah, 
He's up to uh, 22 lawsuits now. Not great. Yeah. But, yeah, so the the point I was making, because we've talked about Deshaun Watson um, in that situation, and once uh, anything's finalized, we'll talk about it again, most likely. But as of right now, we don't know anything more. Um, but obviously, Carolina was looking for a QB. They got Darnold. I don't, I mean, I guess, good for them. Um, not as great of a situation to be in anymore because Curtis Samuel's gone. Yeah, but the good thing is they didn't give up pick eight in this uh, trade, so... He wasn't worth it. <laughs> I certainly hope he wasn't worth it to them because that would have been a very, very bad overpay. They probably could have gotten a better QB than Darnold at pick eight, to be honest. I mean, uh, my guess is Trevor Lawrence is obviously going one, and Justin Fields and Zach Wilson are going two and three, I believe. Whichever one the Jets believe is worth more, and then I think the 49ers take the one that doesn't get picked at two. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt it if Trey Lance went four. Although that's the one I'm like that's what I'm like used about. Four? That's Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, I forgot. I apologize, but yeah, I could maybe I, mean, I see could definitely I could see them taking a QB at four, but I could also take them see them not taking a QB at four. Well, you see him taking a need. I mean, QB is a need. Matt Ryan's getting old. Um, I don't know. I think it just depends. Honestly, I kind of like them taking Trey Lance at four there because if Matt Ryan's, you know, got a couple years left in the NFL, I don't know how many years are left on his contract, but it, it would be good. It, um, I get you could, what you're probably You could saying. definitely get away with that, playing Matt Ryan for a year, having a mentor Trey Lance, because Trey Lance yeah. has a really good arm. I think Trey Lance, I think it'd be kind of smart because Trey Lance, I think, is probably one of the bigger project picks at QB. That's definitely a project um, move, like what they did with Mahomes in Kansas City. Not that he's going to be anywhere I mean, close to where like Mahomes that, is, but, but well, yeah. similar concept, but probably a slightly different outcome. Yeah, um, so I could see it. I mean, I think I brought it up before, there could be four QBs in the first top five. Like, it's entirely possible. I think there probably will be now. I think there definitely will be now. Right. So I think I think the Panthers probably go wide receiver here. To be honest, they, you're, you're yeah, all but guaranteed uh, one of Jamar Chase, Jamar, Jalen Waddle, and Devonta Smith. Yeah, they're definitely going to have at least one of them there. Um, and if not, then Panay Sewell is going to be there because the only reason that would work out is if no, he wouldn't. Here's the, the thing, Bengals here's the are going to take Sewell. That's the I've thing. seen a lot of people saying the Bengals are interested in a wide receiver too, which is. Murdering Joe Burrow, but they should take Sewell. Like, they should. They absolutely should. Core is good enough. Um, they do not need. I mean, it, it'd be a great luxury pick, like to have Devontae or Jamar Waddle yeah, for them. The only but, issue is that team isn't in a position to be making luxury picks. No, they're not. They're they need to draft for a solid future. They need to get anything close to Munoz, um, which they won't because obviously the, you, those don't come around. Well, they're saying you know. they're saying Sewell's one of the best prospects they've ever seen at left tackle. I so don't. I mean, that might be their Anthony Munoz in this draft. I mean, last year we saw great left tackles. We saw a bunch of good ones. Uh, obviously, the Giants went with a left tackle at four. Uh, the Jets also went with a left tackle last year. Funny enough to protect Darnold, who is no longer uh, there. 
Well, now he, um, now Becton gets to protect Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or if they really want to get racist, Mac Jones. But that's what I'm worried about: is one of these QBs in the top four being Mac Jones? Mac Jones a is lot not of first round talent. I I'm not going to complain if the Patriots take him at 15. He's not he's not worth 15. Man. I don't think he is worth. I I think here's the thing though: the Patriots aren't afraid to reach on a guy. If that's the guy oh, who they want. Jim Belichick. Jim Belichick. I Jim don't know Belichick. How he came up with that's that. Uh, hmm. Bill Belichick, I'm coming out and say it, is ass at drafting in the first two rounds. He sucks at it. He's not, he's never been good at it. Yeah. He, We've had like, a couple he, of decent guys in the first round. He misses a lot. Because um, he took that fucking running back a few years ago. He's worthless. Sony, um, I, I'm not really sure where this whole Sony Michelle is worthless narrative is coming from. He's not good, dude. It's time to give it up. I don't really, I mean, he's, last season was a weird year because Damian Harris started getting a lot of carries. So that took away from Sony. Yeah, Damian Harris is better than him. I agree. He probably is better, but Sony, you know, as the main back, he's still good for 900 to a thousand yards a season. What? Really? Do you, I mean, I don't know about all that. I maybe like combined with catching. No, he's not even a good receiving back. He is strictly like a running back. He was in college, which is weird. I don't know how he's not a, He's got, he's got 26 catches in the NFL. It's not good. No. But, um, I mean, like, you know, he, he his first two seasons in the league, he's averaging over 200 carries for over 900 yards. So I'm Damian not really Harris sure where this whole... Way. I agree, Damian Harris is better. But That's I'm not really sure. Was Damian Harris even drafted? Yeah, he was a third-round pick in 2019. Damn, he was third? Damn, I don't even remember that. Um, yeah, we, we had a lot of third round picks that year. Um, I was just saying, see, this is the point that I'm trying to make running backs do not, you shouldn't draft running backs high. Like sometimes not even in the first round at all. Um, and obviously I'm sitting here with Saquon Barkley on my team, but, um, I also don't draft to, for the giants as well. Saquon was also a generational talent at, Running back. Is he? Is he though? I, I, He's coming out of, like coming out of college. Coming out of college, he absolutely was. Here's the thing: Judge and Barkley have been kind of the same uh, in the last couple of years. They just cannot stay healthy. I mean, they're great when they're on the field. They're phenomenal. They do amazing things. They're phenomenal talents, but they cannot stay healthy. Worth a damn. Um, and we see it with Judge too this year. He's already having injury problems. Probably going to be on a ten day IL soon enough. Dude, um, I, don't, I don't even understand how we, it gets that bad for you guys. Like, that's, that's just my problem. Is like, if you're great, you're great. But, like, if you can't stay on the field, what does your greatness mean? You can't do anything if you're not on the field. Uh, and I know I already, I already said, like, when they are on the field, they're impact players. They're huge. I mean, they're – I mean, Judge and Barkley are – have potential. A judge is already kind of one of the big stars of the sport, but Barkley has big star of the NFL potential. Uh, we saw it in his rookie year. He was getting a lot of deals and shit like that, like endorsements. If yeah. Barkley stays healthy, he's a star, but yeah. last two seasons, he struggled with it. Have, I mean, last year, he tore his ACL. Um, and that's a, that's a very tough injury to come back from, obviously. I mean... In this day and age, it's easier, but at running back, it's very difficult because you take a lot of wear and tear. 
And it's a goddamn shame because you see how fucking Bill Barkley is. He's fucking, he's a literal monster truck. Dude, he can literally squat two of me like it's nothing. And he still has injury problems. Like, I don't know what it is. It, so, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, going, going back to what you were saying about Sony Michelle earlier, I mean, yeah, was it the best pick to make at the time? No, I mean, Lamar Jackson went the pick after that. Um, a lot of people say Nick Chubb was the better running back from Georgia in that draft. Maybe um, he, he was. What do you mean, maybe? Well, Nick Chubb's one of the top five backs in the league right now. Here's the thing. We don't win that Super Bowl the next season without Sony Michelle. Now, granted, would Nick Chubb have probably done the same thing? I mean, uh, Nick, you would have dominated the entire league if you had Nick Chubb. <laughs> You would still be down. The Patriots would be a playoff team right now if they had Nick Chubb. I'm not even kidding. I I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. That might be a stretch a little bit. It's a bit of a stretch. Their offense would be fucking insane. Like I'm not gonna go that far. Their offense would literally like they would just have another dynamic that they have just never had before. Like the Patriots have never had a good running back, or not a good. They've had good running backs, but they've never had anything like Nick fucking Chubb. Um, if they had Nick Chubb, they would be like they they'd be threatening. They'd be more threatening. I don't know. I mean, outside of like Legarrette Blunt, they never really had a guy that was strictly between the tackles until they drafted Sony Michelle. Now, granted, is Sony Michelle really one dimensional as a running back? Yes, he's a guy who you know, you hand the ball off to him, he might get you five or six yards on a good day. On a, on a great on a day. Good, on a good carry. On a great day, he'll give you 5 6 yards of carry. He's not a guy you pass out of the backfield, which is why Damian Harris is getting more touches now that he's healthy. Because he can do he can be, run between the tackles like Sony does, but he also offers something in the passing game. People forget Damian Harris slipped in the draft. I don't know what yeah. caused it. He, you know, he was supposed to be like a mid-second round draft pick. We got him late third. We got him with one of our one of our compensatory picks that year. But I'm not going to ever fault the Sony Michelle pick because, frankly, we didn't even have a need at running back necessarily. Now, is it nice that was it a luxury pick? Absolutely. Could we have gotten Darius Leonard, who arguably, like, that's a stalwart of our defense right there if we get him? Totally. I'm not going to say we should have gotten Lamar Jackson because I'm not certain that Lamar Jackson in our offense would have succeeded. No, he wouldn't have. He it would have been would have, a nightmare. He would have been converted to a wide receiver if he had drafted to New England at that time because that team was just not built for someone like Lamar. It still isn't. He would be He would be really struggling right now if he was in New England. Um, honestly, you know, you say you won't fall the Sonny Michelle pick. I think you're you're ducking the main reason why. It's because you don't have the ability to. You don't I have the ability. I absolutely fault the Patriots drafting. I, you won't. I, I don't think you will because you why really just because you literally just said, "Yeah, we could have got Darius Leonard, but I'm okay with not having him." Like that's crazy I'm, complacency to me. That's not. That is, I'm okay with us not getting Darius Leonard because Sony Michelle has produced. Possible? How is that possible? Do you know? How, you know how good Darius Leonard is. I know how good Darius Leonard is. But Sony Michelle literally carried us to a Super Bowl. What? That that 2018-19 carried? Dude, he was on in a whole other level. He had three rushing touchdowns against Los Angeles. He had two against Kansas City in the next game, and he scored the game winner against Los Angeles in the Super Bowl. 
I he had a monster postseason that year. Is that worth a generational defensive talent? I think calling like, Darius Leonard a generational defensive talent might be a bit of a stretch. He, I mean, fantastic not, talent, yeah. but I think it's a bit of a stretch. He might end his career as a generational linebacker. Like maybe he will. I hope he does. He's a insanely, fun player to watch. He's, he's insanely, an insanely fun player to watch. I think it's a bit of a stretch to call him a generational talent, though. Is I mean, okay, maybe it is at this moment, but I feel like it won't be in a few years. I think if um, if anyone's a generational talent from this draft, it was Quentin Nelson. That is also true. Wow, the Colts had a fucking draft that year, huh? <laughs> that's yeah, right. I totally just realized that that was the same team. Yeah, that was a yeah. I don't know. People who forget Quentin Nelson got that. votes at like first place votes for offensive rookie of the year. He yeah. plays left guard. Just, yeah, deservedly, he's insane. Yeah. He's not, he, he cannot be beat. <laughs> he's so fucking good. He's one of the few guys in the league that'll one-on-one Aaron Donald and, like, win. Um, and, and be okay, yeah. Most he, people... He can beat him. Most, yeah, most teams put three guys on Aaron Donald. He can one-on-one Aaron Donald. Um, You're not supposed to be able to one-on-one Aaron Donald. No, definitely not. He's probably the only player. He's probably the only offensive player in the league that can do that. Joe Tooney did it a bit in the Super Bowl. Did he? I, I remember watching that Super Bowl. Joe Tooney, he just he manhandled them. Mm. So did Trent Brown, mm. but that actually that was really funny because Trent Brown's like six eight, six nine. Aaron Donald's like six one or six two. So it was like it was like like a normal sized adult looking at like a a teenager. When you'd see Trent Brown lining up across from Aaron Donald, which you normally don't think because Aaron Donald is still a massive human being. Trent Brown is a big man. Quite. Um, but yeah, I don't know who was running that Colts draft, but they need to be in an NFL position for like ever. Because I think that, that was is, the first year with Chris Ballard. That is an insane draft class. I mean, just those two picks alone. Um. We'll be definitely more heavy in draft talk, obviously, in the next two weeks. But honestly, right now, the top four should be all QBs. Um, uh, I can understand if four, they don't go QB. The smart move would be go QB, should. but if you, think that, if you think you can be competitive with Matt Ryan, which ooh, I don't know if you can, but... No, they can't. They're not going to be competitive no matter what pick they make here. There's no... They're too far away from being competitive. Uh, like that Falcons team just isn't that good, um, but I don't know how deep the QB class is next year. Um, probably that QB from North Carolina, I think. What's his name? I think his name's Sam. Sam something. I forget. Um, I think he's in the next class, and he'll probably be up there with the candidates of. Um, next year's draft, like for the top QB. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sure how deep next year's class is at QB. I think Trey is a solid pick for them at four. I would not fault them for that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I I really would not doubt it if they went Trey Lance at four, but... If they don't, I definitely understand that they might want to go somewhere else. If they don't want a project QB right now, which is 
it's a risky move. Like not every project QB is going to come out like Mahomes. No, actually, none of them are going to come out like Mahomes because he's well, one. I'm going to say like Mahomes very generously here, and just mean like by like Mahomes, it's like it booms and he turns into a franchise QB. How often does that happen? Yeah. Not often. Um, so, how do you think the top four would look then? Actually, more actually skip that. What do you think the Jets should do now? Like, who do you think they should go with? I honestly, it depends on who you like more to Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Well, the answer is Justin Fields, but they'll probably go. Zach a lot Wilson. of people are saying Zach Wilson. They are linked with Zach Wilson pretty heavily. They like him. I don't, and you know, even the Jets. So I kind of do want to talk about the top four because a lot of people are saying the 49ers are very interested in Mac Jones. I, I am so sorry. I would not recommend that. They are, if the 49ers draft Mag Jones over Justin Fields, they are an unserious franchise and they will never go anywhere. <laughs> I uh, really do not understand what part of Zach Wilson's game or Justin Fields' game or even Trey Lance's game that they don't like as much as Mac Jones. But. I'm just saying, okay, I'm saying if, honestly, I actually know there's no excuse to draft Mac at three because you're either going to get Wilson or Fields. I mean, to be honest, the 49ers are also like, they might not draft a QB at three. Which also um, would make sense. I mean, if you want to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo, which I, I don't think I they want to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think they are I trying to deal him. Honestly, though, like, there are worse quarterbacks you could be starting right now. If you want to grab another weapon or grab someone on defense, well, it's not the, the worst. Thing, they moved, in my opinion, they moved way too far up to get a weapon. I'm not saying they want to trade back down. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say they moved too far up if they picked Jamar Chase at three. No, because Jamar Chase, I mean, the earliest he goes is to the Bengals at five. Like, and even that's like a stretch. Um, so I think they went a little high up uh, if they want to take like a wide out. They're obviously not taking pits because why the fuck would they do that? Um, it, w- it wouldn't make any sense if they took pits. That'd be a hell of a fucking they didn't do well though, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Pits and kid, oh my god. That's just a um, stupid athletic type of core right there. That's dumb as fuck, but would be kind of fun. I think the 49ers are definitely gonna keep it. Obviously they're blowing I, smoke that says, no, no, grapples are guy, but no, they don't trade up the three for a talent. Like they don't trade up the three for like a wide out. Like that no, they're gonna keep it. Um and if they if they take Mac Jones over whoever's available after two, I they don't they'll they will be suffering eternally. Like I get it if you want like if you want Wilson over Fields, I can maybe understand. Like I personally don't agree, but I can maybe see that. I cannot see anyone else other than Wilson and Trevor Lawrence being over Fields. I think I think Wilson has the better arm, but I think it's hard to pass up Justin Fields because he still has a good arm, but he's also stupid athletic. I think he could really do some damage in an offense that's built around Justin Fields, like around his best abilities. 
I think Justin Fields, you know, if you can build an offense like that, it's got to be the picket too. But I, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they don't think they want to have a they, multidimensional the Jets, offense. The Jets are probably going to go Wilson. They probably will go Wilson. Um, and obviously Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall. There's no question about it. Yeah, um, no, they they're they're absolutely going Trevor Lawrence. Like, there's no. It's a damn shame. Yeah, it's a damn shame we've heard the last from Trevor Lawrence his whole career. He had a great college career. We're gonna we're gonna hear that he you know got into a fist fight with an alligator like you know ten years from now, and it's like, you know what I mean? It's a goddamn shame. You know what really sucks? Because this happened in the NBA. Like Zion Williamson's eating up the NBA right now, but we never hear shit about it. Like you have to really pay attention to know about it because he plays in fucking New Orleans. Adam Silver will be speaking to the Lord at the gates about that. <laughs> Same, man. I mean, obviously the NFL, you know, they obviously, they can't rig their draft. Whoever's the worst gets the first pick. And I, think I mean, it's in theory, they, like could, they could rig their draft. They just have to... No, individual, te- individual teams are responsible for rigging their draft. Uh, I, suppose, Jets, I mean, it's. I guess it's not impossible for the NFL to rig that, though. It's not, but it's mainly up to the teams to rig their own drafts. Like the, the um, NFL would have to like sabotage a team into getting the top pick. They should have sabotaged the Jets to get the top pick. To be honest with you, it would have been much better for the NFL to have Trevor Lawrence in New York than Jacksonville. But yeah, that's how I know that the NFL draft doesn't get rigged because no, they don't care. They don't care enough. Say what you will about the Jets compared to Jacksonville. The media in New York, it's night and day between that and Jacksonville. Yeah, people care in New York. That's a, kind of the difference. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that is, that is kind of a, an important distinction. I mean, to be, to be fair, um, I would much rather, from Trevor Lawrence's standpoint, be going to the Jags because I think the Jags are much better built. Um, great defense, honestly, a pretty. They have pretty good foundations on offense over there, I believe. Um, and we never have to hear from Garner Minshew again. Thank God. Until he ends up in the news for uh, fist fighting an alligator, for uh, starting for the Bears. Yeah, that's Is gonna be the crazier him? part. Like, how did he find an alligator in Chicago? Is he on the Bears? No, he's still at the Jaguars. Yeah, his ass is never playing again unless Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. I don't know if Jacksonville's line is bad or not. Eh, it's not great. They've got some decent tackles, I think. But um, definitely not a top-tier Indianapolis Colts line or anything like that. It is a goddamn shame that the Indianapolis Colts got a really fucking good offensive line right after Andrew Luck retired. Chuck Pagano and company will uh, pay we'll for the students. We'll not be seeing the pearly gates. Andrew Luck retired at 29, dude. You know, in fairness to him, though, he gets to spend his the rest of his life living in a cabin doing whatever the hell Andrew Luck likes to do. Right. He's, 30, he's 31 years messages. old. 
I'm not convinced that he wasn't the guy running the general. He might have been. Like, honestly, if what I've heard about him is true, then he's definitely a potential, like, I know they say it's a parody account, but it might have been a parody account of the guy himself running the account. Which, that's like 8 billion IQ. Just like, in terms of like, you know, meta, that's like, that is just amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a crying shame. We were robbed of a really generational talent. Yeah, but you know, he's got to be way happier now. He probably is. Any, I mean, he made hundreds of millions. He did, yeah. During his career, so he's he can just do fine. whatever the hell he wants for the rest of his life and just, you know, if he wants to go and just spend a month down in, you know, Cancun or something. <laughs> yeah. He, he can just he, do that. He's got nothing to do with his life. Like, that's the thing is like Andrew Luck kind of got it made because he made hundreds of millions, um, was great. And he retired early, and nobody blames him for it. Well, some people do, but they're he, dumb. He retired at an age where most Americans are still dealing with student loan debt. Uh, probably everyone who went to college is most like everyone most, who went to why, like. That's why I said most, because yeah, I would say like ninety-five percent of people are probably still paying off student loans at twenty-nine if they went to school. But he, he just he just did everything right. He played in the NFL for eight years. Built up a legacy. He's not going to go into the Hall of Fame or anything, but Hall of he very good, been, probably. He, he would have been Hall of Famer. If he played out his career, he would have been a Hall of Famer. Wouldn't have probably, any doubt. Yeah, probably. Um, and, and none of that is his he, fault. And he gets to just enjoy his money now. And people feel bad for him, too. I mean, there's no reason not to feel bad for him. Other than the fact that, you know, he has to do whatever the hell he wants with his life now, and now that he's worth nine figures. Yeah, I feel so bad that he made, like, $120 million <laughs> and, gets, made, and retired at 29 and gets to do whatever he wants for the rest of his life. Like, he made I feel about, so bad. Maybe, he made about, you know, 20 times more than I'll ever see in my life, but... And retired at 29. <laughs> retired at an age where I'm going to be working some... Mid-tier office job, probably. How the fuck I know I'm even going to be alive at 29, bro? That's true. There's a not zero chance that I'll be dead in the next 10 years. We made that joke last week, actually. Did we? I don't remember. Either last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last week, though, because I'm pretty sure I was out of uh, COVID. Mm. Well... Technically not a joke. Could be dead by twenty nine. Anybody yeah, could no. be. Unless you're over twenty nine. Then you cannot be dead by twenty nine because you're already older than twenty nine. If you're That's older true. than twenty nine, uh unfortunately you are old. So So uh, <laughs> you know, look, go talk to AARP or something, Boomer, please. <laughs> please you know, go speak to uh please go talk to someone about your four oh one K. You know, go go take care of your kids. Please you know, get off Robin Hood. Not Robin Hood. Not Robin Hood, man. Dude, like go 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 to work. You know, I know. Please, you know, please diversify your portfolio or something. Whatever old people yeah. do. Go go pay off your card loans. Go go pay off your mortgage. In student debt, because you have it, because you're not Andrew Luck. 
know, go, go, go tell your wife she's, she's doing a great job, whatever she's doing, you know? Go angry tweet about how Andrew Luck retired at 29 and made $120 million. You totally <laughs> don't sound like you're projecting when you're tweeting like that, by the way. True. You definitely do not sound like you're projecting. Everyone takes you serious. <laughs> oh, boy. You think some people hate us? What do I think? I know. Yeah. I didn't start this shit to be love, so. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You ready to wrap it up? I think we are ready to wrap it up. Wait, let me guess the episode number. I'm not, I'm not going to cheat. I think it is episode 138. No. Is it not? Is it 37? No, getting colder. It's 39? Thank you for listening to episode number 139 of I'm Walking I knew here. it wasn't 140. I knew we weren't there yet. Yeah, 140 would be uh, next week. It is, yeah. That would be plus one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's how math works. It is. Thank you, Bryce. It is. <laughs> so that's going to do it for episode 139 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.